no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Well, we're going to do a podcast. How about that? That's very shiny. My name is Matt. We're going to talk music and give you some scoops. So welcome everybody to Cold Dog Soup. Ever, ever fresh gender equality. Hey, and welcome to Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. I don't know if Shawnee's frozen or he's just been blown away. That would take me weeks to write that. <laughs> and I would still screw it up if I tried to. Uh... Are you getting an echo, by the way? No, no, you're okay. coming in crystal clear. Good, because I or am. Or do you mean like, like one of those Amazon devices? Hey, no, I'm not getting one of those either. Like every Unless every good pun. sponsor us. Unless <laughs> they want to throw some of that thing down and over here. Like. Hello. More like party D. Like every good podcaster, I am uh, recording in an 18-foot ceiling room. <laughs> yes, live from the Sistine Chapel with a dramatic cough, Sean Major. Am I am I sitting 20 feet away from a room in which where I could uh, speak directly in a corner to soundproof sponges? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Am I doing that? No. Mm-hmm. We'll handle it in post, brother. Well, Shawnee, I'm just going to tell you, you're going to have an easy night tonight. You're going to be able to kick your shoes off, lay really? back. Okay. The song we're doing is almost spoken word, so you're going to just be able to read it. Mm. Um, and uh, I'm really just going to kick back and, in, and indulge myself because this old boy here is fully vaccinated. And I got to tell you, Shawnee, I'm back in the world. I Get mine tomorrow, baby. In the world, which I've been fully vaccinated for months now and got paid to do so. So that's how I spent my teen but the boy has been out here on the highways and the byways of this land we call America, which means several things. Ain't I've been that jamming. America. <laughs> I have been jamming so hard. My God, so many collaborative playlists. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that also means when I'm out on the road and it's non-wrestling related, I'm traveling with people that are very close to me that are also the actual devil. Um, just devils in my life that spend hours in cars with me who live nothing, who love nothing more than to just pronk and get me into situations that- It sounds like, well, is there coffee involved? Cause this sounds like a Jerry Seinfeld web show. <laughs> Media's in cars with the devil, that's me. So the first leg of the trip took me to Murray, can Kentucky. I, can I get a grande latte and a cup of goat's blood, please? <laughs> I think it's all venti in hell. <laughs> Drink Adominus, that Starbucks. Adominus uh, first leg of the trip, Shawnee took me to Murray, Kentucky, home of the Murray State Chargers. No, that's where we went to school. The Murray State somethings. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to point out the Airbnb we stayed in had a literal mural of the Murray <laughs> Murray State football stadium. That's pretty sweet. It was pretty fucking badass. Yeah. Of course, I didn't get that room because, again, traveling with the devil. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm in proximity to this devil, I got my head on the swivel at all times because this devil will always 
try to pronk. That's what the devil loves to do. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing you a pronk was real. And I say all that to set the main stage up. After I got done with that trip, I came home and I loaded up the car with my two children who are also the devils. Sure. And we lit out for O-H-I-O, Ohio, which will play into I-O, which will play into the reason we've chosen the song that we choose tonight. But again, I told you, I'm just going to indulge myself with a little storytelling. Here's a story. May may I pause with a mini story? Sure, get in there, buddy, because you know once these old jaws get to flapping. Speaking of O-H-I-O, every time I hear that chant now, it reminds me of, I'm going to say 2000... What year did we play uh, Alabama play Virginia Tech in Atlanta? Oof, that would have been the 2010, 2011. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was the weekend that I came down, and uh, Friday we kind of butted heads a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, like, it, that that may have began with, like, Maybe like one P. Oh no, because the game was that day. Anyway, we butted heads a little bit on on that Friday. Sometimes it happens. Um, I'm not going to say it was my fault, but it was. Um, but it I woke up. Is. It always <laughs> is. It's it, it's never planned, but it always is. And I, and, and I woke up. I, I woke up uh, uh, the next morning in in your guest room. By the way, thank you very much for the hospitality. And I hospitality uh, is what we call it. <laughs> and I think you were downstairs watching Sports Center and like they were at in Columbus, Ohio for a, mm-hmm. a Buckeye game. And I came down or I, I stood at your balcony and screamed, Oh, H. And you were like, yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think sexual shoulders is probably what brought it all That was the weekend. Yeah. The yeah. We get a sexual shoulder. That was Sammy Watkins senior year. Anyway, this is not a football podcast. You are your kids or devils. Continue. And we're on the way to Ohio. Why am I going to Ohio? Shawnee, you might ask. It's so my daughter can go to the prom. In but she Ohio. goes to high school in 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 uh, in the northern a, suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia. Absolutely, a, a state that is somehow blue yet has one of the most restrictive voting laws in the world. We got to get the we had to get the hell out of here. We had to get from Georgia to bona fide Trump country. We had to get to Ohio. <laughs> it wasn't bad enough here. We had to escape. Because of the powers of the internet, my daughter has a very good friend in Ohio that I'm going to I'm gonna just stay out of that part of the story because sure. it's going to get real confusing and probably get me canceled. But I'll say the first time we made this trip, she kept referring to this person as a he, which is mm-hmm. fine if that's what this person has chosen to do. That sure. person is back to she. I don't know all the names, so I just say Ohio. We were in Ohio for a prom. Sure. Now, being in Ohio for a prom means I am striking distance from Maumee, Ohio. Maumee. Maumee. M-A-U-M-E-E. Favorite haunt of the first devil. Um, The first devil and I were there sometime back because time's a flat circle. Who knows? Are any of these, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, Matt. Are any of these devils blue-bellied? They're all blue-bellied devils. In and which I can you can feel see their, their eyes, eyes upon me all the time. While you're walking around tonight through concrete and metal? You know it. Okay. You know it. Because, hey, please. hey, hey. This guy, born a rebel. Yes, um, so that means I got to do a little light teaking while I'm, while I'm at, at this thing. Um, and I had planned this trip 
you know, I was going to take my daughter to her destination. And then daddy dude was just going to enjoy himself, have an adult time, do what he wanted to do. My tattoo artist is 30 minutes from Columbus, just going to have a time. Also, the last time I was up there, when I left, the bumble was jumping because apparently in Columbus, Ohio, this guy right here could be king. You got some looks, man. I got to tell you, there's a lot you can do. Um, of, of course, I'm so happy that you've uh, <coughs> we've we've essentially <coughs> uh, traded. Um, um. It's a voodoo scenario. I know a lot of devils, Shawnee. I hate it. It had to go somewhere. <laughs> they- it had to go somewhere, pal. Literally, if somebody asked me, like, could, if, if I would do that, it, if, if, if I say I would take a bullet for you, then I could do this for you. Um, <laughs> I will say since your weight loss and transformation, you have you've always had options, right? You've always been fashion forward. You can do so many things with so many things. I got to tell you, man, like you are you are like a, you could just hit random on, on Sims and whatever comes up that you're dressed as you're going to clean up. Yeah, I'm a problem. I'm a problem. Not just in the Buckeye State. In the Buckeye State. So I'm like, shit, daddy dude's going to get out of here and really shake it up, see what this vaccine's about. I ain't even got to use condoms, baby. I'm vaccinated. It's true. 89% against COVID. Surely I can fight off gonorrhea. They literally told me that at... at, Doctor school. <laughs> they literally told me that in the field where I got my first vaccination. Okay, now you can hit it raw, dog. <laughs> Look, after this vax, guaranteed you gon' bust. Excuse me, nurse, nurse Jameson. Could you repeat that? You can shoot wherever you want, brother. You can shoot. So, next <laughs> thing I know, I say, all right, me and my son go to buy some Reeboks here in Georgia. And I say, oh, bud, it's our last ride for a while because I got some other traveling to do. I said, I ain't gonna see you for a minute. Why is that? I got to take your sister to Ohio. Uh, Come again? Yeah, I got to take your sister to the prom. Oh, I'm going. You want to ride in the car for seven and a half hours to Ohio. Try to find some snacks underneath your seat. (laughs) To just monkey around with your old man. What are we going to do? We're going to play PS4. All right, dude, hop in the car. So now I got to rearrange the plans. And I have to convince this dude that antiquing is a fun outing that he will enjoy. Uh, little did I know, uh, $400 later, my man can teak like a pro. Oddly enough, Ant Teaking is my drag name. So I'm, I'm with you. If I was faster, I would have made a wonderful tuck joke, but I couldn't come up with a, <laughs> I couldn't come up with a antique codpiece joke. <laughs> uh, so all that's happening in the background. Um, we wind up having a, a wonderful time. We ate in our first restaurant in a year, a place called Dirty Frank's Hot Dogs. Um, the experience was so life-changing that me and my six-year-old come out and he looks at me and says, you know what? We should do this every April. Um, but the meat of this story happens on the way out. I like the way your son thinks, by the way. On the way out, we go into bumfuck ohio where my daughter is staying with her with her friend after the prom that one rural area in ohio right the one so that is the thing shawnee and i well sean is from new jersey but he's an alabama transplant i grew up in a cow pasture that's a straight shoot um and this is more country than i'm used to really like this is fucking so i 
I, I, I don't know geographically where Columbus is. So wh- where, where in the state are you? Well, I'm here to tell you it doesn't matter because <laughs> unless you're in Cincinnati, uh-huh. Cleveland, or Columbus, you're in the middle of a fucking field. You're not going to like Ohio. Any, no Dayton? Dayton. Mm-hmm. Dayton, Toledo. Yeah. But anything outside of that is just flat grain, just big silos. And I'm, and I'm not kidding when I say more Trump flags still out per capita than the whole South. And I've driven through all of this shit. Sure. And I mean, I saw a dude with, <laughs> with a front tag on his truck that just said, and I quote, Fuck Biden. It's just driving around town with that on. So I pick up my daughter. And uh, before I get to this part, I'm going to ask you, Sean Majors, what was the theme to your prom? I don't I don't want to say. You have to say it, Sean, because I asked you a direct question. I really don't want to say this. Um, so obviously, I, I didn't come up with it. Um, I wasn't on different the SG, time. Raised SGA. It was twenty, literally uh, twenty years ago, minus about five weeks. Um, the the theme of our and it doesn't help because I had so many Asian friends and the fact that there's some uh, Asian hate crimes around the rise right now. But uh, the theme of our Prom was a touch of the Orient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our uh, our prom favor was a I don't know where it is, but <clears throat> it was a like cast iron like ori- Oriental. Oh no 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 Far Eastern Southeast Asian. Like 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 I guess it's can you call it a Chinese lamp? Yeah, I think you can call it. It's a it's a cast iron little hut. With like one of those like tiny little very uh, chode like uh, ca- uh, candles. <laughs> I like I like the term chode being used to describe a candle. I know exactly. it was short and fat, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the, so. That was yeah, the, as problematic yeah. as that might be now, um, it is not a far cry from what a prom theme would be. A night under the stars, a voyage sure. under the ocean. I think mm-hmm. somebody told me theirs was. Uh, your my heart will go on and it was titanic themed that's what a prom theme is you know they're going to decorate a certain way you get a little trinket uh, you're going to take pictures with a, a background that reflects the theme that's what a prom theme we all know what the prom is it's been the prom forever like it's a rite of passage we know that we're there just to put on some fancy clothes, take some pictures for our families and try to get the fuck out of there as fast as we can and get into monkey shine and Marvin Berry, Chuck Berry's uh, cousin, is there to play, is there to hear Johnny Be Good in the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. You got it. You yeah. got it. That's a prom. That's a, a common touchstone for all of us <laughs> dating back forever. Judges, Sometimes our mothers almost get raped in the parking lot and we oh, have no. to go stop it. That's what happens. At hey, you get your damn hands off her. Sometimes an old man gets shot by Libby. Yeah, you get the point. Mm-hmm. So do I want to ask my daughter about the prom? No, that ain't no. me. We all know that's not me. But no. sometimes I try to be a traditional father. And so she gets in the car and more out of jest than anything else. I just say, well, how was the prom? Mm-hmm. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this story exactly like the last part. I was telling the story to the devil the other day, and I had to stop myself and I said, I this story that I'm about to tell is so outlandish that I need to have a sanity check to say, Sean Majors, do you know me to be a liar? No, it's kind of annoying sometimes. Do you even know me to be an exaggerator? Actually, that's that's more annoying. Um, I, I could tell a couple stories, but I've been in, interrupting enough. No, no, no the answer is no. Straight shoot, tell it like it is. Listening audience. You also have an impeccable memory mm -hmm. to which, you know, that you rely on. So mm -hmm. anyway. I'm going to tell you the following story is as true as I can verify it, as told to be by my eldest child. And it goes as follows. Matt, how was the prom? Eldest child. It was fine. I mean, it would have been better if everybody participated. What, no one wanted to dance? No, I mean, they danced, but nobody wanted to participate in the murder mystery. What, what's that, eldest child? Oh, the prom was, uh, the theme was murder mystery. Come again? <sighs> Proms have themes, and this one was murder mystery. That's not a theme, that's an activity. That's like, I mean, you can have like a, a pajama party, and the theme is wear your fucking pajamas. A murder mystery is like a game. A murder Amazing. mystery is like a commitment, by the way. Sean Majors, I give to you, it was a murder mystery themed prom. If I walked into prom 20 years ago, not now, if I walked into prom <laughs> and the theme was murder <laughs> mystery without me knowing, I, it would be a, a, a hybrid of the Homer's, uh, the Grandpa Simpson gif. <laughs> Walked right back out. Com combined with the uh, uh, Eric Warheim from the Gravy Robbers. <laughs> Like, it'd be like, nope, no nope. hesitation. Like, hey, dad, I know you literally drove me to Ohio for this fucking prom. Here's why. And I think that she would know you. Would. I'm on the way. Yeah, don't no problem. Get out of the building. Get out of the building. This is very surprising. And a question about this, by the way, is because it was a rural area and because, you know, essentially in Trump country, um, very conservative. Uh, and... Tallulah is dating somebody with, uh, let's call it modern pronouns. Sure, still yep. trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, whatever they're they're, they're going to be. Um, did they encounter any like harassment or anything like that? None of that was mentioned, okay. and I think because the murder mystery happened, everybody was just had their socks knocked off. <laughs> and didn't know what to fucking do. Like, that sounds like, you know. I, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing a thing right now on this podcast that I hate when other podcasts do, where we don't do the thing we're supposed to do. We're going to do the thing we're supposed to do. I promise you. This has been my favorite episode of Cold Dogs. We're going to do so, it. So, so first of all, transport yourself back to just prom. Mm -hmm. Um I, I can tell a longer story later, but the, 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 the girl that I wanted to ask to prom uh, my senior year was a year younger and she said yes originally. And then like a week before she said no. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she said she had another thing, <clears throat> which everybody thought that she was, uh, she had some other, uh, that, that she was faking it, but she said she had some other commitment, volleyball related. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out she didn't. She actually showed up that night to like prove to me, like in her volleyball stuff <laughs> to prove to me, even though I was with, uh, with took somebody else. This um, fucking guy had him, had a standby. <laughs> I cannot, um, you should see. The Holy fucking- shit. I, remind me to circle back i have a i have i just remembered this story about my first prom and or second prom senior prom um as it were um i have a i have a a story that will tie both of our podcast worlds together please go ahead oh my god so um i can't imagine walking like you know you you go through like I'm going to say like probably 80% of the kids are uh, worried about, you know, will, will he or she say yes to me to go to the prom? You gotta like, maybe your parents, you know, right or wrong, make you pay for the tux. And, and, you know, 20 years ago, that was 80 bucks. I don't know what it is now, but it's probably a large sum. Mm -hmm. Um, And you, you're worried about this. You're worried about what music to play when you pick, pick, uh, pick them up on the way to the dance. You're worried about so many things. Like, what do you order? Like, uh, the dinner before the dance and, you know, do you like, are you going as friends? Is this beginning of something new? Have you been going out with her him, or her, him for a while you get there and, and like the, the fucking shoots and ladders is the goddamn theme. And you're playing shoots and ladders? Well, like, don't give me a game, dog. Mm-mm. Play fucking, uh, yeah, by Usher and Lil John. <laughs> and let's get it done. Uh, they played the Mara- the Macarena at my prom. Well, I mean, it was that time. Oh, no, that was a middle school dance. Middle school dance, sorry. <laughs> so I remember asking a girl to go to the prom, and she said yes, which was a big stretch for this guy. I mean, did not clean up with the ladies, as some people would well know. Um. And, you know, everything was rocking and rolling. And then um, she hits me with a, hey, uh, I forgot someone else had asked me, which is clearly not the truth. But, you know, whatever. I'm that dude. Um, So I'm like, okay, cool. You think I won't go to the prom by myself? Bitch, you are out of your mind. Mm -hmm. Um, This dude, (laughs) this dude can't wait to go to the prom by himself because this is that dude. Because now um, he knows what side of the rope he's supposed to be on. Absolutely, and this was an African American lady. Perhaps this, <laughs> perhaps this has some echoes later in life. Did she grow up? Did she grow up to um, see you at a JC Penny twenty years later? <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> Try to get some deals. But the person who she went to prom with, Sean Majors. Oh uh, God, first. It was First freshman to ever start on the offensive line at the University of Alabama, Mr. Dante Ellington. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I am not. Again, am I an exaggerator? Do I Holy tell you? Holy shit, that's awesome. The I, last I thought you... time I saw that woman, you going to take a guess where that was? The last time? Uh-huh. Ooh, uh, at an Alabama game? It was an episode of Judge Mathis. Oh, my God. Her boyfriend had ran into her trailer. Guess who came out on the winning end of that? <laughs> so I'm plugging now. Now, after I get past the initial shock and argument of no eldest child, this is fucking insane. What you're saying to me. Murder is mystery is not crazy. Once she gets past that and she realized this pit bull is not going to put this bone down. Mm-hmm. Then I get the details of the murder mystery now 
Two people from Jest Murder Mysteries showed up to the prom. I'm imagining you dressed like Pitbull in the driver's seat. (laughs) Two people showed up to perform the murder mystery. Now, you and I both know you can't have a murder mystery with two people. No. How did they source the remaining parts of the murder mystery? Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There were two people participating or two people like putting on the murder mystery? Two people from Jest showed up to put on the murder mystery. Jest is a murder mystery company like you a damn right room? it is. Okay. And I want okay. you to hold on to that tidbit of information okay. because that's the bow on this whole motherfucker. So, okay, I'm, I'm so sorry. This is no, no, a fucking no. three-hour podcast. But the uh, with, with, with apologies to Lindsay Buckingham and Sun Kill Moon, um, the... So they walk in is like uh, the assumingly high school gym, like decorated like a like a like a mansion in the 1800s. It's or not, is it, there's very few decorations. There's, there's been a murder balloons. in a high school gym. <laughs> yes, and and, uh, and for some reason there's a butler and a fairy princess leading you through this this homicide. So they're there, and so to flush out the remaining parts of the murder mystery, they enlist the services of literally every prom attendee and faculty. So, murder mystery ensues. Adults in our public education system have found the biggest boner killers. That's, I said, there's only two. I said, there are only two reasons this happened. That's one of them. They decided, look, we're having a pandemic prom. We got to figure out how to keep these kids hoo-hahs away from the diddle-doos. What's the thing we can do? Like, do you remember, like, if there was, like, an infrared camera, like, on, like, our our proms, like, there would just be, like, just a heat sensor here, mm-hmm. a heat sensor here, and a big old heat sensor yes. down here, man. It's the prom, baby. We know what the game is for the prom. So murder mystery starts. They assign parts to everyone. This is the part where... My eldest child says that people weren't participating in the way that they should to make it better. Now, in fairness, she's a theater dork. So like while she pretended to hate this in front of her mean old dad, I Mm. feel like she would have been into it if everybody had really dug in on this. Did she participate or did we're going to get. Okay. Okay. She did have a part. Um, cause everybody had a part because I feel like showing up at somebody else's prom fucking like seven States away uh-huh. and, and like joining that is the most Hankins fucking move. Of it is time. the, and like, to, like she looks just like me. Yeah. She strolls in. She's got fucking micro braids down to her ankles. <laughs> like she is clearly not a kid from fucking West fucking- point, <laughs> Ohio. Like this ain't, she ain't the one. She ain't here for any of y'all's fucking poduck horse shit. This it ain't is me, a, babe. This is a city slicker. A Hankins has showed up to your shit, prom. Man. Can you imagine? So the murder mystery starts. And in the middle of the murder mystery, they serve the dinner. Where's that dinner from, you ask me, Sean Majors? Where do you cater a murder mystery prom dinner from? Well, of Ru- course. Where's Chris? You get your pasta options of grilled chicken, fried chicken, vegetarian, shrimp, and your table is replete with the most delicious cheddar biscuits in the world from Red Lobster, to which I said, bullshit. 
They're in a red lobster within 200 miles of this fucking mm. horse shit town. Yeah. They went to a guy named Fred Lobsters and then bought some uh, motherfucking uh, <laughs> mix from the grocery store and they fooled you children. They have fooled all of you children. Why has and they served brownies a la mode for dessert? Why has Fred Lobsters not been a mad TV sketch? <laughs> I don't know. Second of all, all right, you don't you don't eat at the prom. You, you don't eat a meal at the prom. You have some finger foods, a cold chicken tender, a la colazzo. <laughs> That's you know, you got a, a ranch dip over here. You don't have a fucking carb up meal these, with biscuits and a dessert at the prom. These teachers and faculty are fucking geniuses. Attentive to the students. They are. T- <laughs> I love everything Jay Farrow's done except for that. Um, the the funny like they are they are they are geniuses. Like let's load up these people. Let's load up these kids <laughs> with carve them up with a heavy meal. <laughs> let's and and just and just when they think they've had enough, let's cram brownies and ice cream down there, and They're not then and anything s- tonight. And see if and see if they can have more than twenty seconds of physical activity <laughs> without throwing up. So. I find out all these details over the course of an hour and a half. At, at one point we had to just call her mother because she didn't believe that she thought I was overreacting to the insanity of it. This is incredible. I said, call your mother right now. And I, and just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to feed her any information. I'm not going to. And so she calls her mother on the Bluetooth in the car. I say, child's mother, please ask your eldest child what the theme to the prom was murder mystery what the fuck <laughs> and so from it columbus, was monopoly from columbus to cincinnati i drag these details out of my child and i say hey all right fuck it i'll bite i'll bite on this hook it seems like a real well orchestrated pronk on me is what it feels like to me i'll bite on this hook who did it colonel mustard library <laughs> candelabra no, um, I think it was Soupy Sales that did it. Excuse me. What the Sloopy, fuck? What the fuck? Sloopy Sales. Sloopy Sales did it. I said, Sloopy Sales. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like the old 1940s comedian, Soupy Sales. Yes. Yeah. That's Soupy what, Sales is a person. Yeah. And she said, like yeah. Fatty Arbuckle. She said, yeah. Oddly enough, that was the place I went to next. Like, was fucking Shatty Arbuckle there? <laughs> um, she said, she said they did. Most of them had pun. All the characters had pun names. But that's not a pun. That's just like uh, trying to like avoid a copyright. And then she starts to hit me with some of the characters, Shawnee. And they go as follows. Simone says. Elvis Parsley. Okay, that's a pun. Rank and Messy James. To which I said, Tallulah, do you even get that reference? No, I said Frank and Jesse James oh, were was... two Civil War era train robbers. I I couldn't tell you Frank. I thought it was Hank. I only know Frank because of the Warren Zevon song. Gabby Goosh. And I and then she says that there was the whole family. I said, come again. Mm, um, the whole family Idaho, did. Idaho, tally ho, hidey ho, forward ho. I said, when was this murder mystery written? 1938. 
This sounds like fo- like phone bones comedy hour. This sounds like something Tim Heidecker's character in that. I think you should leave. Like, oh, uh, you know the the Colgate comedy hour. Like, what what the fuck is going on in Ohio? And then there was my favorite of the characters. Well, Tallulah played Billie Jean. Not even trying. It's not even, not even trying. Yeah. Her her big line was anytime someone said the word cowboy. Her and the other saloon girls had to stand up and say, howdy, bowdy, somebody buy her a drinkity-winkity. I cannot imagine, and I hope to God this audio never gets isolated in a court of law. I can't imagine a teenager's dick being softer or a vagina being drier. (laughs) I said- Teachers and faculty are genius. Yes, I said, and so then I went on to say, I said, Nobody participated because all the boys in this rural town are scared they were going to be called gay. Yep. And she says, no, like it was yep. most of the girls that didn't participate because the boys ranking messy James had to ride horses <laughs> and they did a that's... great job. And then she hits me with the following two characters, horses. three horses? characters, because as we said, Sloopy Sales was the murderer. Sloopy murdered Nasty Nate and Somewhere else in there was Squint Eastwood. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny because he squints all the time. And of course, Old West staple, Old West legend. Gay Young. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> That's not, wait, wait, what? Not even a pun. That's not, not even, even a, a joke. Not period accurate. Just Bilbo Baggins. And so I said... Tallulah, the only options here are, as we have established, the teachers are geniuses and they're trying to keep the the pregnancy rate down or extending social distancing. Or my pick is the one of the teachers, the principal, or the superintendent of bumfuck schools. Superintendent. Superintendent of bumfuck schools has... A son, because a woman would not be this awful. No. Has a son who has a theater degree that he cannot use. It's David Hartwell. (laughs) And he has moved back home to rural Ohio. And he is sleeping in his childhood bed or their couch. And this teacher said, I got it, pal. You're going to do that stupid murder mystery at the prom. I said, I want you right now to get on the school's website. And I want a cross-reference of every <laughs> fucking faculty member's name with the cross-reference, the last name of everyone that works at Jest Murder Mysteries. You're, and you're like going 105 down the highway. You're like, <laughs> I, I did that research now. I've, pr- I've produced a, a pushpin board that I'm tying you're, yarn to. You're like Keanu Reeves in Speed talking mm-hmm. to Jeff Daniels like, mm-hmm. Give me good news, man. And I say, and she she does go look up Jest Murder Mysteries. And you remember that devil I mentioned in the beginning? Uh-huh. Well, that devil happens to hail from the same city where Jest Murder Mysteries was started. <sighs> Love it. And I said, I will just be goddamned. You will just be goddamned. They fucking got me. That devil worked a prank on me. Oh. So good that involved my children, that involved me 
driving to Ohio that involved me spending a bunch of money on antiques that involved me even thinking, well, the lowest point of this trip for the Hankins family is going to be the time that my youngest child gets out of the car after we come back from antiquing as I'm loading all of his treasures into our Airbnb uh-huh. in a residential neighborhood across the street from a cemetery that just starts pissing in the yard. This is the greatest fucking story I thought this was the lowest my entire life. point. Yeah. Of the Hankins family in Ohio. Little did I know that a few hours later, my child would my my firstborn child that I know of would be <laughs> dragging our family's name to and fro through the Ohio mud. And I say, why did you do this to me? Why did you desecrate our family's name like this? You keep screaming, I didn't know. I didn't know there would be a murder mystery. I just thought that was the theme. I thought the walls would be decorated with blood. Maybe there'd be a body outline on the floor. That's what I thought. And then she's in her phone and she's fucking around. I'm trying, I'm thinking she's gonna give me the smoking gun and I can find out that the superintendent's son is the head of Jest Industries or what the fuck ever. What does she pull up, Sean Majors? What does she pull up? Her email confirmation of the ticket for this prom. Oh no, oh no. And she clicks on it. She says, oh, I never clicked this link before. It was a link telling her there would be a murder mystery performance. I mean, had the information. We just didn't listen. We don't. We just didn't listen, man. I mean, this sounds like I thought you I thought this was going to turn into a fucking usual suspect shit. (laughs) It was the usual suspect. The fucking fun devil herself. The shit out of me. Again, and I bring all that up because it relates to the song that we're going to do. Oh, we're doing a, oh shit, I forgot. It relates to the song we're going to do today. I promise this story will not be nearly as long as the previous one, but the first time (laughs) this fun devil and I went on a road trip, we always discuss this song because it blows us away. We've talked, I think we mentioned it on here a couple times. I think we have. Uh, Yes, we have definitely talked about this song on here. This song gets in my head in a way that I can't reconcile because there's a detail in it that is so ridiculous that I just can't, I I can't let it go. I want to say it's our Chaos and Clothes episode, but maybe it's possible. Um, And remind me of that setup when we get done. Talking about Sun Kill Moons, Carissa, Shawnee, do your stuff. Oh boy. <clears throat> this is Carissa by Sun Kill Moon off of the album Benji. Benji. And yes, these are definitely all words that we have just said. They're all words. Oh, Carissa, when I first saw you, you were a lovely child. And the last time I saw you, you were 15 and pregnant and running wild. I remember wondering, could there be a light at the end of your tunnel? But I left Ohio then and had pretty much forgotten all about you. A heavy line to start a song with that, hey, you're my second cousin. You're kind of a wild child. I wondered if it might get better for you. But I fucking boned out and didn't think about you again until right now. Why am I thinking about you now? 
how many and how many like second cousins and stuff like that have you you know like i mean absolutely like and as i I listened to this earlier today and i was like man because i knew i was listening to it with the intent to analyze it more than i usually do because i usually get lost in the sauce and probably will again on this podcast but there is a thread in this if you can get past the top level details that is very relatable to how family works like it's a a really good example of when you're the one that leaves how things work for you versus when you're the one that stays interesting um the uh yeah i mean there there are like there are like cousins that that i i haven't first cousins that i haven't gone to like weddings for yeah and it's like, I love you, man. But um, <clears throat> yesterday morning, oh, sorry. Uh, I guess I guess there were some years ago at a family funeral, but you were one of so many relatives. I didn't know which one was you. Heavy. So this was a spoken word song. Essentially, yeah. Yesterday morning, I woke up to so many 330 area code calls. I called my mom back. She was in tears and asked had I spoke to my father. All right, gang, I need you to I need you to strap in for this next part because we're going to get in the weeds and I, I, I need you to understand that what's coming is told is true. So I only I only have the narrator to believe and I believe it. Carissa burned to death last night in a freak accident fire in her backyard in Brewster. Sorry, in her yard in Brewster. Her daughter came home from a party and found her, same way as my uncle, who was her grandfather. An an aerosol can blew up in the trash. Goddamn, what were the odds? So, what we know so far is he had a second cousin. This is a great road trip song. You know, get your toes a tapping, your fingers (laughs) a snapping, baby. (laughs) He had a second cousin die in a fire because an aerosol can blew up in the fire in the trash the second time that and it's the second time that it's happened in their family her grandfather died the same fucking way an aerosol can blew up in the trash do you hear what happened to carissa what she fucking like uh what she'd go up and she'd leave a fucking lysol can in the trash Oh, you heard? No, it was it was hairspray. What? What are the odds? What are the odds? First God of all, damn, what are the, what were the odds? Have, have you ever considered when throwing away an old Glade can that it could kill you? Well, I assume this is a this is a trash fire. This is a garbage fire. Sure, sure. Yeah. But the point being, I've thrown many bags of garbage into a fire in my day because i'm from a place as rural as ohio would never have considered that i might die from it listen one time one time i had a trash bag i'm I'm not victim blaming here i'm not victim blaming here but one time i had a trash bag that didn't have a drawstring so you you cinch it up at the top and then you give it a spin right Mm mm-hmm so that you can like cinch it up and then tie a tie a knot. There must've been a jagged piece of glass or like a uh, natty light, big daddy, uh, 20 ounce, eight ounce alcohol, uh, 8% alcohol uh, can sticking out. It sliced off 
half of my fingertip. I don't have fingerprints on one on on one twentieth of my fingers. Um, it bled for three days with the rhythm of my heartbeat. Is every every single time I take trash out of the trash can, I am very careful. Okay, all right. So you're and telling that, me that if your grandfather had blown up because of an aerosol, can, I'm not touching a fucking garbage fire, dog. <laughs> perhaps, maybe you would be a little more careful around garbage fires. And when was she? Uh, I think we're gonna get. I think I'm. I'm. I'm jumping the gun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So a peek behind the curtain. I need you to vamp for 10 seconds because I got to get my dog in. Sure. Sure. So folks, this detail has bothered me like no other detail in any song ever has. Um, because how does this happen to a family twice? Um, the song goes on to say she was getting ready to go to her midnight shift as an RN in Wadsworth. I do like all the geographical details he gives me. We know she died in Brewster. She was heading to Wadsworth <laughs> and she vanished up in flames like that. And I assume all of these are 330 area codes. All of this is a 330, baby. All of this in the 330. Uh, and then, so like we start the song, we have a, a we, we find out a bit about kind of how families work. Then we get this weird, very specific detail about her death that is probably unnecessary. Um, this song would function fine if he just tells me that his cousin died. He does not have to drop the detail of holy shit, but he finds a way later to make that work. Um, Completely the... disagree. Completely disagree. <laughs> it, would be, it would be notable if it didn't happen to her grandpa. The fact that it happened to her grandpa, absolutely. Also, it's stink bug season. Apparently outside, my dog smells like shit. <laughs> Oh God, what did you do? <laughs> I love you. I love you. Um, yeah, yeah, com completely notable. Completely notable. Did we need to hear about it? Is the reaction like, oh, I didn't need to hear that. It, it is of because course, it's all I ever think about. But and like, I think about it more. It's the only part of the song that I ever can can remember because how do you fucking forget that? Um, but now we get into sort of the sweet part of the song where he is about to... Reconnect I mean, it with was, his family. It would be like if if uh, if my grandpa died at a Krusty the Clown show, and then I died at a Sideshow Bob show. Yeah, worth noting. It, sure, sure. Yeah, you're right. But goddamn, I would enjoy this song without it. Ooh, it would maybe be I'm wrong. A, looking at these other lines, it'd be a tender <laughs> song if not for that detail. And aerosol can blew up in the trash. Goddamn, what were the odds? She was just getting ready to go to her midnight shift as an RN in, Wad in Wadsworth. And she vanished up in flames like that. Just like that. But there had to be more to her life's worth. Everyone's grieving out of their minds, making arrangements and taking drugs. Yeah, I mean, it's That's Ohio. a really good line. That's a yeah, really good it line. It is. Like, I mean, it, it is. it really sums up you know, when, when you think of a funeral, you, I mean, obviously it's not fun. It's grief and all that. But like, of course, there's an ugly side to it where people have got to do what they got to do to get through the day of a tragedy. This family has been in a fucking decades long trauma loop, terrified of aerosol cans. Not terrified enough, but I'm flying out there tomorrow. 
because I need to give and get some hugs. Another wonderful line tucked into this thing. I hate the fact that that is such a good line standalone. I hate mm-hmm. that it hugs and drugs are rhymed. I know. I know. But that is such a good fucking That's line. That's such a wonderful. I'm flying out there tomorrow because I need to give and get some hugs. And, and, and it's the give and get that really cements yeah. that line for me. I need to give some hugs and I also need to get some hugs. And from in... people he hasn't seen in years since, if we're going by the narrative of the story, the last time he went up was for a fucking funeral. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend to know one one thousandth of uh, Sun Kill Moon what you do, but like, you know, I respect uh, him as an artist. You can't, um, we, can't, we cannot say that. We can't say that? Mm-hmm. Can't say respect him? Oh, did he do stuff? Mm-hmm. He did oh, stuff. Yeah, no. yeah, we're just going to let that ride. Like I said, as an artist, um, it's, it's, like, it's like Jeffrey Epstein's paintings, you know, like they're <laughs> really... It's like all those paintings John Wayne Gacy did of of digging a fucking uh, did you know that john wayne gacy painted a fucking painting of uh the seven seven dwarves digging seven no seven dwarves playing the like chicago cubs and he got they didn't know who he was and and he got autographed by like most of the like i I'm guessing seven out of nine of the Chicago Cubs. God damn it, Ron Sandberg, you're a monster. Fucking Sammy Sosa was an easy mark. <laughs> oh! Uh, no, 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 I will say, what I'm saying is, you know, with, with this being like, you know, a, a respectable song and respect from a respectable artist, uh, I don't know his background. Um, in, in the hands of a lesser artist, drugs and hugs would Oh, yeah, I'd be all over it. Ruin everything. Yeah, I'd be all over it. <laughs> but then he switched and like we go from that line this very sweet i gotta go see my family i'm not super close to him i gotta go see him but then he puts on his detective's hat for a little while right here <laughs> which is very weird and it seems like he's asking a question he already answered <clears throat> i'm flying out there tomorrow because i've got to give and get some hugs because i've got some questions i'd like to get answered i may never get them but caressa i gotta know how did it happen? We know how it happened. So Goddamn I guess Aerosol I, Can blew up. I guess I kind of understand. It's like, uh, what's the uh, the DABDA? The five stages of grief? Denial, mm-hmm. anger, depression. No, bargaining, depression, mm-hmm. acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like- I don't know where is- the eye comes in for inquisition. <laughs> but no it's it's like you know you know the answer like if like if 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 you got hit by a bus i would know why you were dead mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you died and got hit by a bus i would know why you were dead i would still be asking why yeah 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 and it it it, it, it does like he does do a and not necessarily like was the driver drinking Did, were you looking at your phone when you were crossing just the street? How I would ask, I, yeah. like, cosmically how did we get here and also with the detail that son of a bitch we already did this with the fucking aerosol can. <laughs> he like honestly, if I'm if I'm writing the song, this would be where it ends, and then like two minutes of two minute instrumental, and then the word again. Yes, but no, we're gonna get deep in the mud because it's a Sun Kill Moon song. <clears throat> Carissa was thirty five. You don't just raise two kids and take out your trash and die. <laughs> this is laughter is my defense mechanism like that's I, I meant to i meant to do a disclaimer like i'm gonna bring a weird energy to this 
not because of the subject matter, but just because of that detail, I can't, I, I'm not, I don't allow myself to process this incredibly sad song because I just get lost in goddamn aerosol can twice. It's insane. Chris was 35. <clears throat> you don't just raise two kids to take out your trash and die. And that phrasing of you don't just raise two kids, to take out your trash and die sounds like a punchline. Yeah. Second, uh, she was my second cousin. I didn't know her well, but it don't mean that I wasn't. It don't. She was my second cousin. I don't know her well line. at all, but it don't mean that. It don't mean that I wasn't meant to find, to some, find poetry, some poetry to, to make, make sense, sense of this. this, to find a deeper meaning in this senseless tragedy. So there he's telling us why he's got on his fucking sleuth hat because, and I remember our, one of our favorite professors always telling us, you'll be the person that makes the toast from now on once you get your communication degree. Dr. Epstein. And it's Dr. Epstein. Um, and that is the thing he's tasked with here. He's the writer. He's the wordsmith. So his duty is to give some hugs and get some hugs and also find a song out of this because that's all he can do. He has yeah. to go find the song. Um, <clears throat> she was my second cousin. I don't know her well at all, but it don't mean that I wasn't meant to find some poetry to make some sense of this, to find her deeper meaning and the senseless tragedy. Oh, Carissa, I'll sing your name across every sea. Because that's all he's got. That's all you got? That's all he's got. <laughs> Were you doing, my dog has not realized that when you roll over, sometimes you fall off couches and beds. Uh, were you doing something, uh, were you doing someone else's chores for them? Were you just killing time? Finding things to do all by your lonesome? Was it even you who mistakenly put flammables in the trash or was it your kids just being kids? If so, oh, the guilt they will carry around forever. Well, I'm going out there to take a look at the landscapes to get a look at those I'm connected by blood and see how, <clears throat> and see how it all may have shaped me. Well, I'm going out there though I'm not really needed. I'm just so broken up about it. How is it the sad history repeated? What a heavy ass verse. And like, pretty natural, like he's laying out the case for how in the shit did this happen? Like he's struggling with the same thing that we're struggling with. How in the shit did this happen again? And then like, you know, was she just mindlessly getting ready for work, throw some out? Or, you know, it, then there's the other part of, did she tell the kids to take out the trash and they didn't? So she's just kind of chunking it out herself. Uh, is she just fucking around the house alone or did the kids put the stuff in the trash? Like he really fleshes out all the bad shit, like all the bad <laughs> shit you don't think about in the moment. It's He's bad that my cousin done. died, but he really gets in there and gets his hands in the dirt to pull out. Oh no, no, no. Let's not just think about our dead cousin. Let's think about everyone else and how that death might affect them when they start to ask these questions too the same ones an amateur sleuth is asking now and it's so it's it's funny because like he he sounds like he knows he's in the way and not needed mm -hmm. but like he doesn't care no no he doesn't care it's because like he he went to give him to get his hugs and then he figures out he's got to get this song and then he he's kind of gives himself away i'm gonna look at the landscape and see i'm gonna make my own evaluations of my own life looking at the place where i came from and try to figure out how the fuck did i I don't, is he, is he wondering about, well, how did I get out? Am I different? 
How did I get out? And this did happen it to me? affect me? Um, how did I not blow up in the trash? Because I've lived a pretty fucking rough life too. Um, like he's, he's really introspecting here. So now he's taking on her pain and using it as an excuse to sort of do his own inspection of himself. This guy's a real sleuth. It's a very selfish song. It because, is. <clears throat> you know, and he it's, says, but it's also not because he tells us, I'm not, I don't have to go do this. I'm not that close to her, but I am going to go. And that is sort of, that's kind of what, when you go home, if you're the one that left, if you go home, you, it, it, it's selfish in both ways. Like you're selfish because you left. You're selfish because you don't go back as often as you should, as you should. You're selfish because you didn't know your second cousin, maybe the way you, you would like to have known them. Um, but then when you do go back, you're going back for selfish reasons, either it's out of obligation or I, I can tell you every time I go home, there's always some part of it where I kind of sneak off by myself and just look around like, huh, this is where I came from. How the fuck did I get here? Sure. How in the well, shit did this turn into this package that I am? That's the thing. Like, it, it sounds like his guilt for not being there anymore <clears throat> makes him feel like he has to do something. And, you know, he says earlier, I need to give and get some hugs. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say like, you know, they need hugs for me and I need hugs from them. No, I just need to do it. I need to go through this thing. And that's also the thing of, I can't make assumptions because we don't have enough evidence to tell us. Well, actually, I get, we do. We do have evidence to tell us about this family. We know the second cousin was a, a teenage mother. Mm -hmm. We know she had a midnight job as an RN, which is not a glamour position by any stretch of the imagination. He gives us an area code. We can start to make some decisions about the place they are. And he literally gives us the land, the places they are. Yeah. We know them to not be places we've heard of. We know that people are getting ready for this funeral by popping pills. So we can draw some conclusions about the state of the town and the family. And so he's the star. Like he's the big yeah. recording artist. No, I, th th that's the thing. I, I just feel like he shows up as, and you know, good, bad, whatever. I he shows up as, you know, the, uh, in the salt of the earth community with like, you know, people grieving who actually knew Carissa, yeah, and probably knew the, her grandfather and his uncle, you know, better than he did. And he shows up probably looking like fucking, uh, you know, Sean Penn as, uh, like in that, um robert smith fucking movie like mm -hmm. sean penn as robert smith and this must be the place yeah just in all black hair asunder yeah because you know and he's probably resented by fucking everybody or the opposite even though he thinks he means well or it could be that they're just so excited to see the big guitar singer come home that it takes away from Carissa just died. Like I don't. It, there, that is the duality of it. Like, which, which one is it? Even there, is that a bad thing? Because I, I got to tell you, if 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 I fucking died tomorrow and like you well, showed that, up at my well, funeral and made off. <laughs> if if I died tomorrow and you showed up at my funeral and everyone was like, oh fuck, I've heard I've heard Sean talk about this guy, and then everybody for like forgot about being sad. Uh, that would not hurt my feelings at all. Right. So it, it is tucked into this murder mystery. Not that this the narrators of Matt Hankins. He's a aside from the woman stuff, a lot of a lot of similarities. But um, but tucked into this murder mystery 
is this very poignant song. Everything's coming together. About going home if you're the one who's away, who doesn't feel, if you're the odd one out. Like he's clearly the odd one. No matter what these people are, he's not like them. I think he's a California guy now. Like he did everything. He did all the things that kids from small towns either do or don't do. Mm-hmm. And people have opinions about that. So it, it is, it's an amazing fucking piece of work. Hit me with that bridge. Were you doing someone? Is that, is that where we are? <laughs> uh, I think we're at, I'll return to Ohio. Oh shit. <clears throat> I'll, re- I'll, uh, ho, 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 boy. I'll return to Ohio to the place I was spawned. Going to see where I hung my cousin, hung with my cousins. Oh boy. <clears throat> I'll return to Ohio to the place where I, where I spawned. Going to see where I hung with my cousins and played with them in the snow and fished in their ponds. Going to see how they've grown, visit some graves and say, hey, I've missed you. Going to find out as much as I can about my sec- little second cousin, Carissa. And that is the killer. Like, he's decided this is his charge. This is his penance for not being there his penance is to go find out everything he can about carissa which seems like a noble act Mm -hmm. but is also a selfish act because what did he do with that information he made it the lead track on this record which i'm not i'm not making a value judgment on that i'm just saying that can be read in one of two ways oh that son of a bitch mark came and all he did was he, he came in at 1045 and then left the next day and then wrote this song about Carissa. It could be, oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that wonderful? Or yeah. it could be, oh, what an asshole. He didn't know anything about Carissa. Why is he writing this song about it? It's funny. I would hate his guts if he showed up. But if this is what resulted in it, I would, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is really sweet. Mm-hmm. Going, going to go to Ohio where I was born, got a 10.45 a.m. flight. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. Gonna see my antiques and my uncles, my parents and sisters, but mostly I'm going to pay my respects to my little second cousin, Caressa. Going to Ohio where I feel I belong, ask those who know the most about Caressa for it is her life and death that I am helplessly drawn. And, which is, again, both noble and shitty. Yeah. Chris has been there this whole time. Been there. But, you know, he's a guy that does a lot of overseas shows. Like, that dude is always out. He's in bands, been gone for a long time. Plenty of time to get to know his second cousin, Carissa, anytime he wanted to. Sure. And if Carissa dies... You can uh, do it from the road. Right. If if And... If Carissa doesn't die in the exact odd way that her grandfather does, does this resonate with him? No. Right? If Carissa has a drug overdose or gets in a car accident or, you know, any number of things that can kill you, does it, does he go to the funeral if his second cousin dies in a way that is not fodder, clearly fodder for this song or does her death just rock him so much? It hits him at the right time in his life where he's just like, oh man, I fucking am detached from my family. I gotta go back. And that is the struggle. Like I, I, and I'm not, I'm not casting a judgment on him one way or the other. 
And a lot of this shit resonates with me because I certainly don't go home enough because I'm always busy doing this thing or busy doing that thing. And I could see this, something like this punching me right in the gut, but yeah. I will always show up for a funeral. And yeah. I don't know why I do that. Yeah. I, and I've I, the, the last funeral I went home to, I drove in that morning, Yeah, went to the funeral, left immediately, didn't even go to the graveside, yeah. left and went to wrestle that night. And it didn't, I, I didn't, that didn't dawn on me to read this right now. Like, no, I know exactly what that dude's going through. And I don't know what that says about me. Like, I don't know. Like, is it just family obligation that you go do these things? Is it because you do feel like you need to be there? Like, Hey, and it was one of those things. Like, oh, it will probably, and it probably crossed my mind to say, Oh, it'll do people good to see me. They'll, they'll enjoy seeing me because they yep. don't see me a lot. Like that'll be a, that'll be something this day they'll remember. Um, it's a tough gig, man. Going yeah, away is like a tough uh, gig. Something, something like a, an elderly relative says after like 20 seconds of, of awkward silence, like it was, it was good to see Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Glad to see he was here. I just, I don't know. Cause I've always been one of those people that's like, just from you know self-esteem or self-deprecation or whatever you want to call it like the this funeral wedding birthday etc family event is not one sean away from being a hit (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah 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 and if that means that i have to spend like fourteen hundred dollars and like give away a weekend or two. Like I've never accepted the answer. Like, why do we have to go to church? Why do we have to go to this wedding? Because that's what we do. Like, yeah. that's not an answer. Yeah. Um, like if you really want to support people, go to it. That's fine. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Life's so fucking weird, man. It is. Life it is it so really fucking is. weird where we, we, I love my family so much. I love my extended family so much, but I am so not on board with forcing ourselves to be together to prove how much we love each other. And that spills over more holidays than, you know, funerals, funerals I'll go to weddings. I'll send a gift so I don't have to fucking go. Um, And it saves you, it saves those people money, you know, but like, I don't know. I just, uh, I love you. I'll prove it in other ways. Maybe that's just my love language, Matt. <laughs> my love language is not being there. My love language, my love is, language is, is absentee. My love language <laughs> is being fucking practical when it comes to like... Right, and I'm not, I'm not casting a judgment on it. Uh, when you and I move to Toronto in three years... As soon as they open that border back up, baby. I am like... It's not feasible. Like a very close friend who has a name that's very familiar, very close mm-hmm, to Carissa, mm-hmm. had a wedding that would have literally cost me twenty two hundred dollars on airfare alone. Yeah, from DC to Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Um, I sent a gift. You sent a gif. I sent a gif. <laughs> I sent a cool a, congratulations gif. I sent a plastic bin of gif peanut butter. <laughs> But yeah, this fucking song just destroys me. It just, it lights me up in, in every possible way. I, I always feel bad after it. The whole record continues down this path. 
it, it there's a there's so every song is something like this i still haven't listened to the whole thing i've heard you this song before but you shouldn't listen to it because it's just a fucking downer um you know what else is a downer shawnee the line the last bit of these songs when you are when you are on the cusp of a worldwide pandemic you don't mm-hmm. know it at the time but you no. are on your last outing before the whole world changes at bob hours we were in it then pal we were, <laughs> we were already rolling the dice this was the week before that um i had gone to orlando with the devil and we had talked a lot about this song because we always do and um it led to a you know how any car trip with the hankins is gonna go it, it's gonna there's gonna yes. be some you know how it goes but it lots led of, to lots of fingering and stuff like that. Yeah, so much, so okay. much. I'm gonna get two knuckles in you, no matter yeah. who you are or what you want. You gotta get those digits up in me. Um, but it led to a very long. There was a long conversation about this, which bled into um, a discussion about voices carry, which turned into a whole thing. And so we finally get to our destination, and we're going to watch soccer. And we parked the car in front of a downtown rooster coop in Orlando. Um, there's literally a, a rooster yelling at us. I don't even know you anymore. And uh, we, walk, we walk up to the stadium and we're about to go in. And I, I get a tug on my sleeve and, says, and the devil says to me, hey, I just need you to know. I'm like, uh-oh, what's happening here, devil? I just need you to know. There's an aerosol can in my bag in your trunk in the Florida heat. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. Everyone's grieving 
and out of their minds Making arrangements and taking drugs But I'm flying out there tomorrow Because I need to give and get some hugs Cause I got questions That I'd like to get answered I may never get them But Chris, I gotta know how did it happen Chris, who is 35, you don't just raise two kids and take out your trash and die. She was my second cousin, I didn't know her well at all, but it don't mean that I wasn't meant to find some poetry to make some sense of this, to find a deeper meaning. Senseless tragedy Oh Chris I'll sing your name Across every sea Chris, for it is her life and death that I'm helplessly drawn. 
Clarissa's 35, raised kids since she was 15 years old and suddenly died. Next to an old brick fire pit, oh, there's gotta be more than that. Only my second cousin But it don't mean that I'm not here for her Or that I wasn't Meant to give her life poetry To make sure her name is known across everywhere 